every every moment of peace you've ever experienced was yours because I was here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. I am the Little Chemical. This is your Wednesday show. Please keep liking, keep following, keep subscribing, keep hitting the five-star rating on Spotify. Join the Q&A in any episode you would like. I will respond back. I, I just got an email saying you can respond back. I didn't know if I could or not or if that was like more for like engagement for fans. Uh, but apparently, I can. Uh, so, I will look into doing that when I can. Um, and they stuck the landing. They did it. They stuck the freaking landing. I am very impressed. This is by far the greatest. I know it's in its infancy, but still it is definitely the greatest um, Marvel, Marvel Disney show produced by Disney. Well, I guess produced by Marvel. A short tenure of doing this. Um, they clearly put a lot of thought into it. Um, they clearly took their time with it. I will say this with the Loki shows. They have the advantage over and this is not an excuse or whatever just they had a really good advantage so they didn't go into production until after covid for the first season the delays and the, the knocks you may have on falcon and the winter soldier and wandavision the first look you did not have that the challenge that this one had was bringing in a character that was beloved and putting so strong supporting cast around him and characters you don't know tva is not widely known and so i remember i didn't even brush up my tva uh, stuff when i first season one and i was like okay um i still think season one for me i guess it just didn't i guess it just didn't do much i like the dynamic between loki and i guess it just didn't do much for me because it's kind of like this feels so isolated after seeing loki being such a part of the mcu to have it be so isolated was for me like all right i don't know how i feel about this um, and obviously the, the, the big reveal of he who remains the first time we've seen the variant of Kang, the best part of season one, but then you come back on to season two and now season two is dropping as all this controversy is happening with Marvel, the downfall of Marvel. Down- and the thing is, it's not even Marvel. It's Disney as a whole. <laughs> Disney owns this, this, this stuff. So like they can't make a move without Disney. They can't spend money without Disney. So the whole so overblown so dramatic i get it clickbait it's about getting eyeballs to your 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 product and and your youtube channel whatever and look here as someone who has his own creative stuff going his own company as well as working for uh bigger companies i really do it really is just too much with that being said they stuck the freaking landing i can't be happier for tom hiddleston I can't be happier for Marvel. I understand the viewership for this show apparently is down some. That's just what it is. That's where they are. Um, I'm still believing they will bounce back stronger than ever. Um, I know the Marvels isn't the movie anyone asks for. I don't believe the movie's going to be. I've not seen it yet. I've seen the post credit scene. As I record this, you guys will hear this till Wednesday. By the time you guys hear this, I will have watched them. I'm actually going to watch it tonight. Um, I'm recording this on Friday, the day after the series finale drops. But I'm going to actually watch it tomorrow. It's not going to be as bad. Um, the first movie was bad, though. I don't care what anyone says. That first movie, whoo, I remember I saw it with a friend. And I think it was a friend and a sister. And um, crap on a cracker, Batman. I remember we both left that movie. And we were like, whew, that was a bad movie. And it was. And anytime you have woke and stone in your face, it's just too much. And But anyways, I'm so happy for Marvel. I really am. I'm so happy for the directors. I'm so happy for the writers. 
because they not only put their foot in it, man, they made this thing kick. I this is a nice pot of lovely gumbo, and they make they put some kick in it, brother. And I'm so happy for these for these people. And whether you watch it or not, it's your loss. It's a it's a great. Um, we'll see Loki again. I do believe we will. But it's a great moment for the character for the arc to become full. Particular story. Where did it go from here? I have no idea. But let's just get into it. So essentially, we we leave off with Loki being able to control his, and so now he can he continually controls it. So now you have these replays over, which can get repetitive. I understand that, but it's essentially one of those things where Loki is trying to every way he can to make it work and say you have to move faster, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. So he's trying to change the course each time, and he keeps failing, but he keeps going back, keeps going back to different moments. He thinks he can go back and learn the, the quantum physics or whatever in order to do this, and, no, and nothing is working. And, and finally, he he gets he goes and takes centuries, literally says centuries, to learn the quantum physics. They end up getting um, Victor Timely to hit the green button. He finally makes it through, and then all of a sudden, they come in, and branches are still breaking now worse than ever. It's not working. And Victor Timely says it. This is set up for infinite. There is no failsafe. And so Loki is then very discouraged. Goes back to time. Time time slips back where right before uh, Sylvie kills he who remains. So he's trying to fight her. He's trying to talk reason to her, blah, blah, blah. She keeps killing him. She, she keeps killing him. She keeps killing him. Following Loki looks over, fight back to he who remains. All of a sudden, he who remains freezes little Sylvie. And he says, how many times have you been at this? And this, to me, is the best scene. Jonathan Majors is his, to me, I've enjoyed every variant of Kang he's played before already. The Timely, He Who Remains, Kang the Conqueror. I've enjoyed them all to different levels as far as like, oh, okay, I like his take on this because this and this and this and this, right? When he is He Who Remains, I, 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 I equate it to when... <laughs> ah, this is probably a bad equation, but you guys will get what I'm saying. I equate to when you're about to have sex with someone for the first time, whatever you're into, it doesn't matter, and you see their first sex face, and you know you have full control over them. Now you know they're completely into you; they're completely yours. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a. Uh, J. Cole said it best. It's a great feeling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling. When I see him play King the Conqueror, it's a swagger. It's a feeling where it's just like. I know I'm the mother bleeping man. And it's, and it's just, it's just, and, and King the Conqueror is angry. Victor Timely is a learner. He who remains is egotistical. And when they have this, this conversation where essentially like, this is a conversation. You have to take this seat. You think I'm just going to let her kill me? My variants, by you, by, by us having this conversation, my variants are already out there. There is no other way. I have to kill her and then take my seat. And Loki's fighting it, Loki's fighting it, Loki's fighting it. And he says, we'll find a way. He says, when you're ready to have the conversation. And I love that, what he, what, what he who remains said. When you're ready to have the conversation. That, that is, just had this conversation with a friend of mine. Where legitimately, she clearly just wasn't getting where we were at. And I was like, yo, when you're ready to have that conversation, hit me up. You heard me? And like, it was just, she was like, and, and. That they're having, and Loki doesn't even realize this until they're in the conversation, but they're having the conversation, you know? And so then he goes back to right before everyone gets spaghettified. And he's telling her, I've, 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 I've learned how to time, I've learned how to control my time slipping. 
all this happens because he who remains. And she says, he's infinite. He says, I have to kill you. He wants me to kill you. He's like, I'm not going to give you my blessing to kill me. And still in this moment, Sylvie just does not get, she's, she keeps talking about free will. There is no free will if everyone's dying. All the branches are dying. She even says it herself. She literally says it herself. She says, there's nowhere else to go. Still in this moment, Sylvie can't let go of her hate. Still in this moment, Sylvie is selfish to the bone gristle. And I'm just like, yo, like, this is a very interesting take. Because I didn't know how to take this. I'm actually about to watch that, uh, watch the episode again. Because I don't know how I feel about Sylvie. And, and me being a writer, and me actually, I'll make an announcement in a couple weeks. But me actually going to talk about the, the 2024 calendar for uh, Remove Comics. This thing, well, I, I don't know how I feel. I want to dislike her because she's still talking about free will. There's no free will if everyone's dead. And that was Loki's point. So, essentially, he then goes right back to right before everything happens and he realizes what he must do. He locks himself in and he say, he goes down. He locks himself down. He goes out to... He says, I know what God I need, what kind of God I need to be. And so he uses all of his power. He, he never gets spaghettified, never comes close to it. Destroys every branch and it all goes dark. OB is like, what's happening? Everything's dead. He's looking around. It's like, it's very dark. And then Loki, as he's been walking down that badass uniform, his Loki uniform with the horns and all of his full-fledged Loki. He's grabbing the branches, making them colorful, all green. And so Moby's like, what is he doing? And Sylvie says he's giving us a chance. In that moment, that's and that's where I'm a little confused. Is this the same Sylvie that he was just talking to? And now she's realizing that, oh, wow, he is doing what he has to do. He's actually saving us. He's he's making the sacrifice. Because he's got to be by himself. He's at the end of Earth, but he's, he has to be at the end of Earth on a throne. He has to be by himself. He who remains got lonely. That is his main thing. But he wrote this entire script, so he always knew. But he who remains got lonely. The e- egotist. It, it takes a level of ego to, 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 to create things like the TVA and want to control things. You know? And even in his conversation, he says, except for a sacred timeline. And then when Loki threatens to kill the loom, he says, okay, then uh, everything's just out of control. You've seen it already. And so um, Loki now is this big scene where he's walking, slow motion. Everything's turning green. He's looking one more time before he closes the gap. Now, so, um, essentially, what happens is he's protecting the timeline now. He is your benevolent king. He is the the, 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 the agent, Loki, uh, warrior. Um, and it ends with the TVA being very underground. And there's a, there's a, a nod to quantum mania where B-15 and Mobius are talking. B-15 asks Mobius, hey, his variants know we exist. He's like, not yet. Because one was on 616, but they took care of it. So they're talking about they, they're referencing quantum mania, which is interesting. And um, then it's one of those things where it's then one of those things where I guess for me, as Mobius then leaves the TVA to go see his timeline and just look, because I have to know what we're fighting for. I have to know what Loki sacrificed himself for. Sylvie goes off. We don't know where Sylvie's gone. She's going to have free will. You know, if you think about it, her story arc is kind of over. It's fighting to get Loki back, find another way to stabilize it, because it could be her next story. They stuck the landing here. It ends with Loki just having his face, him seeing everything. And so the TVA is underground. Kangs have never heard of it. 
he who remains is now he has free he legitimately has free will he's the only time he's the only king that knows that this tva thing exists legitimately the only one this is all very fascinating to me so I don't actually know, but I, I know that I know that I need to watch it one more time. So what I'm actually going to do is this is my first reaction to personally, I want to watch it again. So I'm going to do kind of parts one and parts two and then come and I'm going to drop this. It's going to be kind of like this back to back thing where I do was going to be the same episode, but it's going to be just like an update of my so when I watch the episode again. So, I am back with the second part of the episode. Um, essentially, I, I wanted to rewatch certain parts of Loki's series, series finale. It's a series finale. And just, I still feel strong about everything I said. That scene with He Who Remains and Loki is still just the most powerful thing to me. I don't know why, but it just, it helps put even, it even helps put season one's finale, which I thought. We don't see much exposition from our characters. And I will say this. No matter what you think about the multiverse saga, the infinity saga, when the villains, the big bads, get a chance to speak, Josh Brolin, Jonathan Majors, they have delivered. Like, I know for a fact, I've watched the season finale of Loki, episode one, season one episode finale, a couple times, but I've only watched it for the exposition to see how animated he is, to see the confidence, to see the swagger, and then to see that all this was planned. And to see that Loki was always right. He was meant for a glorious purpose. He was meant to be a king. It was just a king by himself. And it's one of those things where I've watched that scene now three times. The first time and I just watched it, I just literally watched it again twice. And to see, and Eric Voss from New Rockstar, shout out to him, he did, does great work. He pointed this out when I watched it, his breakdown of it. He pointed out that he who remains stopped playing games after Loki showed that he could time, uh, freeze time. I didn't even notice it the first time around. I did not notice it the first time. Now, I obviously, I know some people have given me shit for giving them credit. They said, well, they get to watch it three days early, and and they get to watch it multiple times. I, I, I understand that. It's still great work. You still have to notice this shit. You know, and I enjoy, I, and I enjoy certain people's takes on stuff. I don't watch many people, you know, but I enjoy his take on stuff. So, I think if you give him a chance, I know he's a character, I think you would enjoy his stuff too. Just, just saying. Um, but anyways, um, I feel like once I noticed that, it put the whole, the, the entire thing in a different perspective for me. It just really did. Like seeing him say, seeing him then take the gloves off and him say, okay, you are ready. You know, um, was so good. So powerful. I appreciate it so much more. Um, and so my final take on this was, this is by far the, the best thing Marvel's done TV-wise under the Marvel Studios banner. Uh, by far, it's the best thing they've done all year. Um, but that's and, and let me tell you something. That Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Ooh. Nah, I think about it. Let me, let me rethink that. I'll, we still have some weeks before we do the best of. That's going to be a tough one to call. Because Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I have not rewatched it at all yet. 
Uh, it's on Disney Plus. I probably should rewatch it. But um, man, that's tough. Now I think about it. Either way, it's the best show they've done. And coming off Secret Invasion, Marvel needed it. They needed a W. You know, and as I record this, I've already recorded my review of the Marvels. Um, so I'll, I'll let you guys wait to listen to that next week. It's already recorded. It's going to be uploaded and everything like that. But um, look, I enjoyed it. I think there couldn't have been a more perfect ending if this is the end of Loki um, in the MCU. He couldn't have gone out in a better way. I don't think this is the end, though. I think with him now having the sacred time or the, the, the branches um, with him and Kang is still out there and now because all the variants are, all the variants are out there now and they're all threats and unless Jonathan Majors is guilty of whatever the situation is I do hope they don't change course because I think he's been fantastic in the role where no matter what you think of the shows and the movie he's been in three particular things whether it's Victor Timely he who remains Kang the Conqueror he has played his part in each of them wonderfully. So my thing is this: I hope they don't change course unless he's completely guilty. Then that's one thing. Then I get that. I understand that. But if he's not, and we're moving on, let's move on with this particular villain because I think we could see a, a case where it's Loki then having to get back into the MCU to put a team together on Battle World. Air quotes there. No air quotes. Can't be doing air quotes versus Kang's team. And so then we could see a lot of things that I think would be cool. But it all depends on real life as of right now. So, But anyways, I think this is the best thing they've done all year. I think this is the best Marvel show they've put together season-wise. From t- There was not a bad episode. There was not, Even episode 5, the episode that I thought would be filler, was not filler. It was a great segue. It was a great penultimate episode. So I, I give this ten I give it ten out of ten I do and as a series a series as a whole I have to give it ten out of ten as well. Now in fairness it's the only season it's the only series to get two seasons. Now, you know the other two series I really recommend they were meant to be in the bigger movies and stuff like that. So we don't know the legacy of those. Well, we kind of know the legacy of the WandaVision because we got more of her in uh, Multiverse of Madness, but we don't know what. Captain America, I think, is Brave New World now. Uh, is gonna do. I think it's, I think that movie's gonna be fucking fantastic. I do. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But that's a whole other that's a whole other uh, podcast episode. But either way, hope you guys enjoyed these breakdowns. I do have. Uh, so I obviously, as you guys already know, there will be no wrestling show this week. Um, but there, no, technically, there was a wrestling show. So I'm dropping an episode. Um, technically, there is wrestling. So I'm lying. So what I'm doing is, I have a busy week ahead of me, but there is Full Gear this weekend. I will be watching Full Gear. As I record this, it's the week before. But essentially, there's not going to be a regular wrestling show because I ended up doing my breakdown of Spider-Man, the video game, on Monday. So it won't be a regular show. But I am going to record predictions, and in those predictions, I'm going to then um, talk about WWE notes, AEW notes. So it will be a show, but it will be a prediction show. But it won't be a regular show like you guys are used to on Mondays. Uh, you already you already know that once you listen to this. But um, I will be watching Full Gear this Saturday, and I will be doing a show that will drop probably on Sunday afternoon, depending on how late the pay per view happens. Um, but essentially, I will be doing a Full Gear breakdown, um, and so we'll see how that goes uh, as far as like the pay per view. I think it should be excellent. Most AEW shows are, 
Um, but as far as this goes, uh, the schedule is this. Next Wednesday, we're talking the Marvels. It's already recorded, already uploaded, ready to go. For the rest of the year, we're going to talk about Invincible Season 2. And then, um, I don't know how many episodes. I've not done my research on Invincible yet. Um, I've not watched it as of this recording. I know we're, there's two episodes in. But I'm going to watch them. And we're not going to do what we did before. Before, on Season 1's breakdown of Invincible... We just did a breakdown of the entire season. I will be doing it episode by episode this this time around, and that will take us into the rest of the year. And of course, we will have the the best of and the worst of this year to end on the final Wednesday. So I don't know if it is six episodes, then it should lead us to the rest of the year, and maybe some um, uh, some leak over into 2024. But that's the schedule for the rest of the year on the Wednesday show. And then after Invincible, we're going to then go into Gen V uh, breakdown, which will I think that was eight episodes that will lead us for the next two months, and then depending on if because uh, I still I, I get asked this all the time, we probably have enough content to get us through all of next year as well because then we have the Boys season four, four dropping eventually in 2024. Um, we have the retrospective of, of 24, which is going to take us about three months to do as well. That That is a good portion of next year already in the bag. So just be aware that Wednesday content is not slowing down. And you guys have, trust me when I tell you, the, the new people do not understand the struggle that we've had on this Wednesday show. Where it, the last year and a half has been such a blessing of content we've had, whether it's my content, whether it's Disney content, whether it's uh, the boys' content, whatever. But we've been overloaded on Wednesdays, and I'm so grateful for it. Um, but yes, for sure, uh, I do, you guys have been enjoying it. I appreciate. It. Continue hitting me up in the Q and A chat on Spotify, giving five, uh, five. I'm gonna say five mics, but five stars. Um, but that is the schedule. That's the plan for me as of right now. The Marvels next week already recorded, uploaded. Rest of the year is Invincible. We're talking, and after that, we're, we're going to get into Gen V. I have not watched any of Gen V. I've thought about doing Gen V first, and that may still be a thing, because that season's already done. So, I'm think, so we'll see. I'll let you guys know. But I, I was thinking about doing Gen V first, just because that's done, and then by the time that I, I finish watching those episodes, then I can just transition to which, which should be done of season two of Invincible. We'll, we'll see. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, I'm just super excited for this. So, Anyways, that is your episode this week. I am the Slow Chemical. Check me out this week. I, I'm going to drop it probably on Thursday, so tomorrow. Um, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be, tomorrow, it'll be Wednesday. Um, I'll drop the prediction episode, then it will talk to you again after full gear. So, I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things A Little Differently. We're out.